Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. We're here to talk about the Duel 2. We haven't done one of these in a while. Who knows when this episode will see the light of day. Most likely, you'll be listening to this before a lot of other people uh, will be because we're planning on having this be the first um, Chronicles season that we do part of our bonus Patreon. Um, So if you want to support us on Patreon. We appreciate that. You can, yeah. So, so lots can be changing with that depending on when you listen to this. So I won't get into it, to it here. A lot of that'll be on our uh, publicly available episodes. Um, you can always email us at the challenge chronicles at gmail.com. And we're also on our Patreon doing bonus episodes on challenge all stars, which when you listen to this, that will probably be airing as well. Um, so let's just talk about the duel too, since a lot of the housekeeping that we normally discuss at the top won't apply. So I thought these three episodes were incredible. Um, I thought like, so as, as we record this, we're watching double agents live, the end of double agents. We have just seen episode 15 of double agents. This like blows that out of the water. Like... (laughs) No like a lot of a lot of the criticisms that we have of double agents, I feel like the duel two is a remedy for right. So w- some of the issues that we've had with the length of the the missions, the mission in the first episode was like three minutes. It was incredible. They just like cranked it out, boom, boom, oh. boom, done. Well, well, it was also like that could have been thirty minutes if they wanted to, but they had yeah. you know enough behind them where they knew just let's just keep it snipping just show them getting the touchdowns then show them what they need to see they kept it super tight you know what i mean everything was super crisp throughout these episodes i thought well and yeah we'll get to it but i mean you kind of have to keep it succinct in the first episode just because of all the other stuff going on yes Uh, (laughs) so even in even in the first episode with everything that happens with ct that the actual airtime for that was much shorter than i remember it being you know what I yes. mean? That entire situation played out over the course of six, seven minutes of airtime, don't you think? Uh, I think it depends on when you, when you consider the beginning of the situation. But yeah, it, it's pretty succinct. It's not that long. For whatever reason, I remember that uh, lasting much like longer. If you, like, if you compare that to, like, the fight on Final Reckoning, for example, between Corey, Tony, Dev, like, that whole mess in that house where they, they throw the pasta and then it's that that's like 35 minutes if i remember correctly it's a long time so my something else that's interesting when i went back and looked at this and i feel like you have to keep this in mind when you watch the season and think about this season in general are the alliances that pretty much control the entire fate of the game right so i would it's it's not a secret that Landon, Evan, Mark, Brad, and to a lesser degree, MJ, are a part of this alliance at the top of the game. And when you look at the people who win the daily missions, who essentially control the power in the game, Landon, Evan, or Mark win every single mission. Every single one. Uh, And then for the women... It's like that, because when people say... Here, let me, and then for the well, women, when people say like, "What's the been the best performance by an alliance ever?" I think this one it depends on what you consider that to be. 
But like they're, they're just on even in the eliminations. Look at what proportion of the eliminations that the, those five won. It, it's an ungodly amount. Yeah. Yes. And then for the women, Brittany or Rachel win every single mission except for two, and they're essentially in that alliance because Brittany is Landon's partner and Rachel is Mark's partner, and pretty much all the missions that require them to have partners. Okay. Yeah, I think something else with the season two that I think is makes it unique is just like some of the setup of it. I think the elimination setup is super well designed compared to some other stuff we get around this time. I really like like the structure they have in the middle there. It's a nice way to keep everybody kind of involved in the elimination. And then of course we have to we have to get to the haka. I that that is out like that that All is right, such a highlight for me. That okay, was, let's start let's there about, let, and then let's, let's, let's run the down the cast. Let's talk about right. the haka then the cast. Okay, so, so I think. With, if we have a power rankings of performance in the Hakka from least effort to most effort, who stands out? Evan Evan's is the best. Top. Evan's got to be most. I think. So um, tell people. So tell people what you're talking about when you talk when you say the Hakka, because some people well, may so, have no idea what you're talking about. They they really might not understand. But perhaps. So the intro for the season is: if anybody's seen New Zealand per- perform any professional in any like Olympic sporting event, they do this thing called the Hakka, which is. Look, I'm not an expert on New Zealand anthropology, but it's like a traditional New Zealand dance that they do before events, I suppose. So since it's in New Zealand, they have the cast do it. And Evan, of course, because he's like just the face of everything this season, basically, gets to be the leader. He's definitely throwing a lot of it down on the haka. Um, I would say Dunbar also puts up a pretty, pretty impressive performance in the haka. Jen, I think, is also going for it. Jen and I would even say, as much as I hate on Big Easy, man, he was giving it his all during the Haka, man. He was in. Um, DM is pretty good, too. I think low effort is a clear number one. Kimberly is just like, she's like, (laughs) (laughs) just does not know what the fuck is going on. That's the way to put it. (laughs) There's a few people, too, we don't even really see doing it, but the people we see, she's like, it's just nothing there. Yeah. All right. what was really funny to me in the opening is CT and Adam, are, of course, go home after episode one or in the middle of episode one, should I say. So two the of the cast members that are around things. way longer than them aren't even on the theme because they filmed it before the incident. And CT, they 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 cut to Adam a good portion, like a good few Adam's seconds. Going for of it the too. That's like his most memorable thing outside of getting killed, getting killed, which we have a lot to talk about with that, by the way. And. CT is on there for like two seconds. Like it's like you blink and you miss it. Yeah. So, all right. So this is my hot take. So Rob, you have always talked about the Haka as you think this is the first or second or third best intro, correct? I certainly think it's the one I most enjoy watching. I am completely out on this intro. Like I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy this at all. And oh. I, so I, I, that was kind of my thought before, before I had watched it for these episodes, but you guys had talked it up so much that I really went into this with an open mind. I was like, all right, like, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this all the way through. Like, maybe I was missing something like, l- let's give this another chance. I watched it one time and I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch it one more time the rest of the season as we, as we go through these episodes. So this is my so out there. Like, yeah, so the, like you- it's just so out there. This is the thing. A good challenge intro has three characteristics. It's cheesy, there's a theme, and there's a catchy tune. 
As far as catchy tune goes, th- there is no catchy tune. Can we agree on this that? This one does not have it. Okay, I'm with I you think there. It's fine. It is not. I'm catchy. with you on that one. Okay. Cheesy. Not catchy. You could make the argument that it's cheesy, but I think I don't know if that would be the best description for it. I think like it's it's almost like embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't know like what you just <laughs> what you describe this as. And then as far as having a theme goes, there's kind of a theme, but they like half-ass it. You know, like they're there's doing the traditional theme. How they they're doing they're doing the dance. They're doing the dance, but there's no like outfits. You know what I mean? They're in jeans and like. Yes, you want to dress up it's like not... that episode from Survivor? Say that again. You I'm want talking to about dress so... up like that episode from Survivor. I'm talking about so in traditional in in the top tier intros, they're wearing costumes in the very very top tier. So in... like Snoop or something. Yeah. So Inferno Two. Inferno Two. The 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 pinnacle of challenge intros. They're dressed like they're going to their the high best. school proms. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's the catchiest tune you've ever heard in your entire life. Like, the moment I hear that, like, I, I just get tingles. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in, I'm in a better mood what, when I watch that. At what point, um, what, what, um, what other ones have uh, costumes? The, uh, well, it's, it's the, not even necessarily, it's not even necessary that they're in costumes. Ruins they're wearing costumes. clothes that are more suitable to the theme of what they're trying to convey. Right, so like the well, I don't even think uh, that happens the, like any other intro. So the one for the first gauntlet, right? They're all dressed up in like farm gear, kind of. You know what I mean? Like Mosley's oh, out yeah. there, like cowboy with, gear, like, right? You know what I mean? Floppy hat, uh, yeah. Well, but Mosley, the ruins, I mean, Mosley, the ruins they're wearing. That's just, that's just what he's wearing going to the the lunch. The the ruins they're all dressed up as Muay Thai fighters. Um, in. What am I thinking of, Trace? You had Cutthroat. Battle of the Sexes 1. It was a giant 60s beach party. Yeah, in Cutthroat, they're all dressed up as secret agents, right? Or spies or whatever. Um, it's something vaguely like that. What are what are some... Give me some other seasons. What the did they island, do for... The video game one? No, but see, they're not dressed up in the island. Yeah, so that, that would be... Um, that would be something that... But they're kind of... I don't know. There isn't really a theme to the island, but it has the catchiest tune you've ever heard, right? It's extremely catchy. Uh, see, that's, I very much so. disagree. I think uh, it's, it's devoured it's by It's catchy Shinedown. in like an annoying way. It's catchy in like walking by like like some uh, Disney Channel kids song, I, theme song. I enjoy it, but so I, and I can understand why other people would enjoy it. But the, so that, that's why that isn't one of the top tier intros, right? There are certain characteristics of it that aren't with the ones that are one, two, three. So I think, let's just do this right now. So one is, it has to be Inferno 2, right? At this point, can we even like yeah. make an argument for a different one? Well, I mean, it might just be a personal taste. Somebody doesn't like it, but Inferno sure. 2 is Inferno so, 2 has everything. It's cheesy, catchy tune, and it definitely is themed, but it's like over the top themed, which makes it even yeah. better. It makes it even yeah, more the cheesy. Thing is- I think I always appreciate something just being really out there, I guess. Yeah. So for me, like the Inferno 2 one might be better, but this one's more notable. Like this one's just like the one like. This is that, really that out there. Thing. This, this one's just, out there. Like this one in Inferno 3 are the two that are just like, what? what is going on? Like Inferno 3 when they're like on a safari. Like those are the two where it's just like. I think, when I, was, I think when I was growing up and I saw this, I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like. 
Like I can't like tell people that I've watched yeah, this no, show. And I can't tell people that I've watched this show and them try and give this a shot and this is the intro and they're like, what the fuck am I watching? You know what I yeah. mean? Like I can't it's one of those things crap. where it does seem kind of like what is the show trying to do with this? You know what I mean? It's like borderline degrading. <laughs> Well, it seems to the like people of New Zealand, that. it's very degrading. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the perception That's the one of this thing is about like it. There. I personally love this intro. Okay, like I love it because it's so bizarre, and it like all they could have done two little things to make it perfect. If they had had matching clothing, first of all, the fact that like some people are in like a pullover and some people have a hat on, just it just around. looks like they got off the airplane and said, "Okay, we're going to film the haka." You know, it's just like, what? Like, that's the way it came across. So it, to me, it doesn't get that cheese factor because they didn't sell it. Like, they needed to sell it. Granted, it was probably 30 degrees, so they couldn't sell it. But we'll move past that. The Rob, other thing keep they needed was they needed shots of, like, other native New Zealanders interspliced doing the hockey well, to the compare the how good yeah. they were versus how horrible the challengers were at it. Uh, it'd be, that, that would actually be pretty good. They do have the one guy at the beginning with the horn. In, Inferno, Inferno 3, they dress up as – they're, like, on the safari. Yes. And then what I was going to ask, Rob, is what's in the what's in the first Inferno? I can't even remember what the first Inferno theme is. Oof. Wow, it's a good call. I really don't remember. It's a yellow card song, isn't it? What is it? It's yellow card, yes. It's a yellow card song. The band yellow card. See, I, I like barely know who that And is. see, that was the season where the, the, the rips that I have on my Plex server, not every episode has the theme song. It's only like one or two because it was from like a marathon somebody recorded, so they didn't do the theme every time on the marathon. <sighs> Man, what is the Inferno? I can't remember really. What is oh fresh meat two or the first fresh meat? That's a good. Well, that's, that that's like a that's video game one. He has the video game controller. Yeah, that's where TJ's got right. the video game. The, like duels, I think is pretty, the duels I think is really catchy, but I don't think the rest of it I think is a uh, lacking. The first the first fresh meat is good. It meets all the criteria except I feel like the song can be a little bit more catchy and it's not cheesy enough. Um, I feel like they could add a little more cheese. Uh, I think they with the fresh. I don't like it when the people aren't like really there you know what i mean they're just like images of them that could be doing anything where are they doing that in the in the fresh meat fresh meat one because they're not like, like are they doing like poses and stuff are they even doing i think poses? they're there but they're not like there they're not i'm just saying but i'm saying like they're not there like they're, they're not they're not there physically which you knows because they're never there physically actually but you know what i mean like like with the with yeah. inferno 2 they're actually walking up to the car with this they're just like in a green screen pose kind of like the island yeah, like the island or the duel, actually, for that matter. There's a lot of seasons, or like any of the more mo- modern ones, like uh, uh, Bloodlines or something like that. All right. Thank you for listening to the preview of our episode on the duel, too. If you'd like to listen to the full episode that's over two hours and 15 minutes long before we release the full version on the public feed, you can subscribe to our Patreon at thechallengechronicles.com for just $4. You can also find the link in the description of the episode. We'd really appreciate the support.